Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey there, Life Church. It's Pastor Chris here, along with Pastor Jeff. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, another podcast, and we love doing this, and we love hearing from you when you send in your questions. And today's podcast is a result of one of our parishioners, congregation members. Parishioner? Parishioner, wow, like that? that? school. <laughs> Sending in a, a question that I think needs to be talked about. And the reason is, Pastor Jeff, most every Sunday at all three services, you introduce yourself to the people who are new, and you say, I'm Pastor Jeff Young. I'm the lead pastor here, along with my wife, Carissa. Yes. Why do you say that? What does that mean? Because my wife is a licensed pastor alongside yes. of me. Yes. And so um, we are Foursquare. Yes. We are a church that believes in women in ministry, in mm-hmm. women in pastoral ministry, and... Uh, so the question that really came out of the email that mm-hmm. we received by a wonderful parishioner <laughs> uh, was a question, you know, can you guys help us understand the difference between what, what the doctrinal, like, theological framework, the, mm-hmm. the, def, the, the words are egalitarianism and complementarianism. Right. So if I'm egalitarian, that means we believe in women in pastoral ministry. Yeah. Complementarianism is women are not allowed to be in pastoral ministry. They right. can be co-laborers, they can come alongside, but they are not um, traditionally. Right. And there are many different levels of this, many different yeah. doctrines on this. There's been many debates on this. There have mm-hmm. been church fractions because of this. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of things I want to say to that stuff, but traditionally... If you were just to say black and white, this is egalitarianism, pa- women in pastoral ministry is okay. Complementarian, complementarianism, that's a little bit hard to say, yep. um, is women are not allowed to be in pastoral ministry or maybe even eldership. If your uh, you know, denomination or church you know, uses that kind of language, we don't use that here. Um, we would just say pastors for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So that's kind of the black and white issue, but there's a lot of gray in between. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of what I would say is hybrid. There's a lot of different um, uh, thoughts that kind of fall in the middle of these where um, some churches might say, no woman should ever preach. Right. Ever. Right. Right. And um, well, then that's kind of odd because you see women in scripture throughout the Bible, you know, from beginning to end mm-hmm. in in these lead roles, in these big roles. Mm-hmm. And so, and they're using their voice. They're right. speaking. Declaring, and, yeah. and so there's there's a lot of examples that we can go to. But I I would want to just, I, I want to kind of lead this off with us of saying that this is a secondary issue. Mm-hmm. This isn't mm-hmm. this isn't something to um, have fraction in relationship over, Yeah, in, in my opinion. Um, where, like, we would the church would split or mm-hmm. somebody would leave over this. Um, and <clears throat> that's happened over the years. Right. Um, I think you and I have probably seen that in our, in our day of, of pastoral ministry. Um, 
and it's a secondary issue. It it, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with salvation. Like right. this isn't this isn't disrupting anybody's salvation. Right. Um. And so, um, I don't know. I just think this is a this is one of the examples that I and we can, I'll throw it back to you, mm-hmm. Chris. It it might be might be elementary in my thinking, maybe because I like to be a little bit more simplistic. Though there are many examples, but one of the examples I love the most is the women at the tomb when mm. Jesus resurrected. Yeah, yeah, they were the first to carry the gospel message and share it with yeah. the apostles. They spoke it out like they they proclaimed the gospel message mm-hmm. to Peter and John right. and all the other apostles, and and so. Um, that's an account of many, like I said, Paul uses, he references many women, uh, in his letters. Um, and then in the old Testament, there's plenty of examples. So anyway, I just think, um, those are the two, uh, uh, categories, I guess you'd say, but with a lot of gray in the middle and it shouldn't ever be something that, you know, when somebody comes to our church and goes, Oh my goodness, pastor Lana, are you kidding me? (laughs) Or, or your, your wife is, is a senior pastor with you? Like that's, you know, and then they're, they're gone. I, I think that there's a lot more depth to what we're doing here at the church right. with Jesus. And I, th- I think what it is, is that a lot of times people don't see the whole picture. They don't see the big picture of community. They, they, that Jesus entrusted us human beings with furthering his message, furthering his mission. And when he did the great commission, in Matthew 28, he didn't say, now, wait a minute, I only want the men to do this, or yep. women, you're not allowed yeah. to do this. He, no, he said, hey, this is for everyone, yep. and that's how we've always read it. I can't imagine a woman reading Matthew 28 and saying, well, that doesn't mean women, because women can't go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. Um, and so I think what happens is that people get trapped in kind of a theological concept of, oh, what do these verses mean? Yeah. Versus, hey, what about the function of the body? What, mm-hmm. what about us as, as a community fulfilling our role holistically? And so when you say on Sundays and you say, look, I, I, I'm the senior pastor along with my wife, it, you're not trying to make some type of a theological statement. You're not trying to say, okay, t- take that, you complementarianism yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, well, no, this is how we do community. Yeah. And people are looking to pastors to say, hey, navigate us, you know, be good shepherds. Yes. And so it's like, hey, we have a great shepherding team. My wife shepherds along with me, but somehow. We, as human beings, we want to get get lost on the like I said these secondary issues, to in order just to disqualify it. Yep. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I think about immediately, and you know, imago Dei. Yeah. We were made in the image of God, um, and so then Paul talking about the spirit of God, and mm. there's no longer male or female. There's one spirit within right. each of us. And it's that same spirit, it's the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead that lives in us, not just men, mm. but also in women. And um, I'm so grateful for that. First and foremost in my marriage, you know, like Carissa hears from the Lord just as much as I do. Yeah. And she has such a um, stabilizing voice in my life more than anybody else. Right. And I trust that she's hearing from the Lord. I So... It's kind of a unique dynamic that 
someone would then go to say, well, yeah, but she can't preach. Mm. Like, mm. What? I yeah. just, I understand there's some troubling or challenging verses first, second Timothy, you know, like Paul, he, he's taken this one instance mm-hmm. of a church, the Corinthians, and he's just saying, Hey, look, you're going out of bounds. Right. And, and there's way more to talk about on that. And I'm yeah. sure that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, but what I get to is when you have the day of Pentecost, which we've been going through the book of Acts, you know, it's like Peter stands up and he gives us a phenomenal sermon mm. and he quotes Joel. Yeah. And in that he says um, that your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't think it's that far of a stretch to say that when you're preaching, you're prophesying, you're, you're, you're sharing the word of God. You are in prayer. You're connecting with the Lord. You're, you're identifying what is he want to say to the congregation. Mm-hmm. And so I just see that as both uh, mm-hmm. the same level playing field of right. men or women. So I, I've thoroughly enjoyed having our church uh, have the voice of, well, I mean, most, most recently was Lana and Andy right? and where they, they're on a rotation where they're going to, they're going to speak multiple times a year. And I love that yeah. because it helps us kind of like widen out, and see the Lord in a in a in a I think in a more holistic way. Do you think it's sometimes, and we do this as human beings, we tend to elevate just truth of this is the right way, this is the wrong way, or we we can really become sticklers in in a legal sense of like this is the right way, yeah. And we miss the bigger picture again of what's best for the community. What what does the community need? Who Here's a need in the community. Who would best address that yep. problem or that challenge? And so for us, we're able to look at this amazing arsenal of men and women who we could say, hey, why don't you speak to that? And I think that's, as we've been going through the book of Acts, it's been great to have your voice, Andy's voice, Lana's voice, mm-hmm. uh, Bob's voice, you know, along the way. Your voice. Yeah, my voice. <laughs> but to, but to have to have this perspective that we would totally miss out on if we went back to this legal thing of like, no, this means this. So, and so you really you weaken yeah. yourself. And I, I mean, I if you want to get into that too, it's like men and women think differently too, mm-hmm. and we need we need to hear how how women view. Uh, what what they've been reading in scripture? Right uh, now, I think mo- some would kind of go, whoa, 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 wait, scripture, scripture. You know, like that's not changing. We're not saying that the word of God is has multiple um, definitions and in in translations and all that stuff. There are translations, but right. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but the heart of Alana and Andy, who have been preaching regularly, and their perspective is so much different than mine. Like radically. Yeah. Another example I would use, and it's not necessarily from the stage, but just having their pastoral voice between on our team, currently licensed pastors. We have Carissa, Dale, right, my mother-in-law, yeah, uh, who's been in ministry for decades. I won't <laughs> say how many years. She started uh, when she was ten. Andy and Lana, and their their perspective. At our, our at our table when we have staff meetings, my goodness, mm-hmm, that helps mm-hmm. shape and form right. where we are today. Uh, without their perspectives and voice, 
in their connection with the Holy Spirit and what they're, you know, sharing, uh, in even like difficult times, you know, in contrast or in competition, maybe with my own voice helps bring a balance yeah, and a, and a greater perspective than, um, than it would be if it was just me, you and Bob at that table. Exactly. Like and the ladies aren't there to just bring the food. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Which I think is just so denigrating to look at somebody and say, no, you have to sit at this table. You know, you have to sit at the little kids table because yeah. you, you can't graduate to here. This is only for, you know, men or whatever it is. I think the other thing, too, and I think there are people, those of you who are listening in would saying, yeah, but what about this passage of Scripture? What about Second Timothy? Yeah. And, you know, that that is another podcast. But at the same time, we're available. If anybody wants to talk to Pastor Jeff, Pastor Bob, me, you know, just put our first name. For me, it's Chris at LifeChurch, LifeChurchChico.org. LifeChurchChico.org. So either Bob or Jeff or Chris, and we'd be more than happy to dig into those scriptures because, like you said, those are isolated scriptures that are very specific or a very specific thing. Yeah. And they're they're worth a, and warranted an answer. too yeah. at that time with what was going on. I, exactly. It's not like we're like putting a blind eye to that. No, no, no. There was there. Was, Paul had great reason to say that to that church. Mm-hmm. You know. So absolutely reach out to us and and invite us in on that conversation. One of the other things I would just point out too um, is we are a Foursquare church, and Foursquare was founded by Amy Semple McPherson, a woman who in her day was way outside the bounds of any... uh, Oh, my goodness. Uh, If you go read the history of her life, um, wow, it is full of all the wild, crazy stuff that happened. Um, But she was a woman. She was an evangelist at heart. She was out... uh, I mean, she, she would be invited to go to different churches, and the first thing she would say is, do you do you allow colored people to come? Mm. And if they said no, she wouldn't go. Like, that's huge. This is a woman who helped start Foursquare that has I, well, well over 50,000 churches. Right. Probably closer to 100,000. I don't know worldwide. worldwide yeah. I, I don't even, I think it's hard to count yeah. how many. Um, and that was because of this move of this woman. Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard to to look at that and go, well, she was sinning. Yeah, like she's still she she's was going still against the law. She scripture still violated a passage. Still of very fruitful. So, and by the way, her life was also a mess. Yeah. So it's kind of unique because yeah, okay, her life wasn't perfect, but man, she was continually pointing to Jesus. She was continually like putting people in the slingshot, letting them go right. and, and started churches and missionaries and all over the place, mm-hmm. which is why our church was founded in 1933 here in Chico. I mean, like yeah. talking about we're coming up on a hundred years, but it was because she sent somebody to Chico to, to plant a church. That's something pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. So and that's part of our DNA. That's, mm-hmm. that's part of our history. And, you know, for those of you who are listening, you know, we're coming to the end of our podcast here. I think if, the takeaway we have for you is that uh, the passage that, that Pastor Jeff, you were talking about when Peter was was referring to Joel, is that God's Spirit has fallen on every single one of us, yeah. sons and daughters, all of us. And so we're all 
anointed, graced, called to preach the gospel. Yep. And be leaders and yeah. be living examples of Jesus. And just go share it. Go tell. Yeah. Don't don't hold go, back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that's it for us today. Folks, again, if you have any questions, just uh, email us at info at lifechurchchico.org, and we will respond. Have a great week. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.